Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson here with Mickey Dumont. We are the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcasts, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members, and we'll keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. In this second of our two-part conversation with Beth Contos, AFT Mass President, and Jeremy Shank, AFT Mass Engagement and Campaign Coordinator, we are focused on how underfunding Chapter 70 affects urban districts like Lowell and across the Commonwealth, while fixing the foundation funding, keeping our promise to students and families from pre-kindergarten through college are obvious to most people. Not every legislator in Massachusetts understands this crisis. To this end, we're talking about a few ways that stakeholders and UTL members in particular can make certain that the conversation about this crisis in funding is heard by our state house delegations loud and clear. As you listen to Beth and Jeremy's impassioned conversation with us, ask yourself, how can I help get this legislation passed? We need to work together to be successful. How will you help? We will have some additional ideas on our podcast website, www.utl495-straighttalk.com. The number for Lowell, because this is something too, we've talked about doing... um, across the street. So the $42 million every year right. is how underfunded the district is, right? right? That's the way Colin Jones, who's the um, education policy person, he's, he's presented in Lowell before. That's game changer money right. is the way he's talked about it. You could literally mm-hmm. provide access to vocational education for every student in Lowell who wants it and have $10 million left over. Right. That's the kind of numbers we're talking about. That's amazing. You could have, you could have pre-K for available to everyone. You could have after-school programming and year-round summer school for those who need it and want it and have 20 million left. You know what I mean? That's what kind of money we're talking about. Like it's not just 42 million. It's like what that means in people and in resources for kids in Lowell who desperately deserve these things. That's right. You know? Right. And all our kids deserve this and it shouldn't depend on your zip code alone as to how your schools are funded. And, uh, you know, my children grew up in Danvers, and I always used to say this, they could have been educated in a tent because they had two educated parents who believed that education was the most important thing in their, you know, to set them up for their future. Mm-hmm. They had books available at home. They, we made trips to the library all the time. We went to museums all the time. So this is the sort of thing that they would have done okay anyway because their parents had the ability and the knowledge of where those are. And, and we could access it because we had money. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have those things, if your parent is not college educated, they're working far more than one job. We know that because right. one job should be enough, but it isn't. And, um, and if they don't speak English, they, the child starts at a deficit. Right. And so we, as a public, need to make sure that they have that basis in the classroom. 
Uh, these are our future workers of the world, and they're going to cure cancer, and they're yeah. going to run the world. So we need to make sure they have the tools. Well, nothing to me is more American than that. Right? I agree. And the story of, of public education, right? That's and, right. you know, increasingly, they're working full time to yes. these students, right? Right. Often, that's their, that's the reason they're here, in a lot yep. of ways, if they're from sure. other places. If they're from other places. But I mean, yeah. you know, we've, yeah. we've got kids who are paying their own rent. Yep, you know, definitely. and so we've got to figure out how to make education work for all students, right. just as it did for me and for you and, yep. for, you know, and for right. generations of people right. in this country. I mean, we pioneered public education in, right. in the United States, Massachusetts, particularly. Right. Yep. I think you could relatively easily. Tra- yeah. yeah. You could trace yeah, the whole sure. concept to Massachusetts. Right. So, you know, I think we could probably talk a little bit about some of the specific things coming up. But I want to do you have any other questions? I mean, there's some there's a forum we should talk about coming up in Lowell. There's some other things as well that we're, that we're working on. So. Yeah, I, I think we should talk about the forum. I just want to also make sure that anybody who's listening to this knows that we have some work to do with our own statehouse um, representatives because Roddy Mom is a co-sponsor of the bill in the House and Senator Kennedy is a co-sponsor of the bill in the Senate, but we do not know where either Representative Nangle or Representative Golden stand. And it would probably be a good idea for anyone who is listening to contact these two gentlemen and you know ask them where they stand on this funding. Yeah, I think, you know, I get really angry at, say, suburban legislators who don't understand what our urban districts are going through and why mm-hmm. we need this money. Right. My... Highest level of anger is reserved for people who represent these communities like Nangle and Golden and are not doing this. To me, right. it's worse right. when, when your own school districts that you're supposed to represent, you're not doing for them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's not like we're not willing to bring them into our school districts right. for a tour, for a day, for multiple days so they can see our children and not have our children be foreign to them and, and our teaching methods not mm. to be foreign to them. And let them come to the coldest building in the district so right. they understand what it's like to sit in a cold building all day. Right. And I would say if folks are going to call them, which they should, you should tell them what you see, that the scarcity in your classroom is not okay anymore, and ask them why they don't think children in Lowell deserve the same education as children in other zip codes around the state. Because by not signing on to this bill, that's what they're saying. They're saying kids in their district don't all deserve the same things. And the kind of kids in Lowell um, deserve less. It's just, that's unacceptable. It's an unacceptable position to have, you know? They're accountable to the voters. You will see this flyer coming to your school, but we are going to be giving building reps this particular flyer to be on the lookout for it, and we'd like you to distribute it to all members. Is that correct, Mickey? We would like this flyer to be in the hands of every single UTL member. If every AFT member in the state made a phone call to their representatives, how many phone calls would that be? 23,000 yeah. Twenty, And that's how many phone calls should be made for this campaign in order to you know, bring the importance and the urgency to our reps and senators about how critical this is for districts across the state. Yeah, I can't believe that anybody in this day and age, especially in Lowell, doesn't realize the criticalness of lack of funding. Right. Uh, we have schools that are 
their infrastructure is failing. We have no librarians in K to eight, no library aides in K to eight. Therefore, that facility is shut down. We don't always have the nurses we need in buildings, and we certainly don't have enough behavioral or social worker specialists in buildings to accommodate the needs of our kids. So we need all our UTL members to be contacting. Uh, legislative uh, representatives. It doesn't matter if you live in Lowell or a surrounding town. We no. need you to contact them and get them to commit to supporting this bill. You educate children in their districts. I mean, that, right. it doesn't, you know, regardless of where you live. You right, know. right. And yeah. Amy, I want to point out one more thing about libraries within the schools being shut down because of lack of personnel to keep it open. That implies that every book that the child has their hand on during the school day has been provided by the teacher. Yeah, exactly. The yep. majority of that comes out of the teacher's own pocket mm -hmm. over the years. I'm just gonna jump in uh, because we, we started this uh, as of yesterday. We're asking UTL members to hop onto a survey monkey and mm -hmm. all we're asking you to do is tell what level you're teaching and about how much you spent last year. You're doing your taxes now. You probably have a good idea of how much you spent to fund your own classroom. Please give us a, an idea of what that is so we can tally it and we've got hard, cold hard facts to say, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to be too surprised if it's a million dollars out of uh, right. low teachers' personal pockets. And that's money that should be coming from the state because uh, we call our state the Commonwealth for a reason. And we are working towards the common wealth. What's best for our communities yeah. together? Because we can make a dollar go a lot further if we work in a concerted effort. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Jeremy, you want to give a little heads up about the legislative forum? That's yeah, I, mean, I think another kind of um, soon, it's about a month away, that UTL um, and surrounding folks could can, can do coming up is Monday. March 11th um, in Lowell. Uh, it's at the Senior Center, right? The Lowell yeah. Senior Center. Yes. That's um, so far, we have um, two reps and a senator uh, RSVP'd. So what we're going to do is what we're calling a legislative forum, a, a Fund Our Future forum. So this will be a chance for educators and parents and students to talk about in person with legislators what, yeah. they've, what they see what they're dealing with, maybe how much money they're spending every year mm -hmm. to, to sort of self-fund classrooms. And we're gonna try to get legislators on record on are you supporting your students in your district and the educators in your district through supporting the Promise Act. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Lowell, Greater Lowell, so this is gonna be, I should say too, this is Greater Lowell. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. It's a, it's a collaborative effort of AFT, the MTA, Lowell and surrounding communities. So. Um, we, we're gonna, we have uh, flyers in English and Spanish. The Spanish one I just sent to the amazing parent, um, Darcy Boyer, who helps convene Leja. Um, mm -hmm. And this is a chance, I was just at one in Springfield last week, to publicly make known what educators have privately known um, for a long time, which is our, our, our schools are, are not getting the resources that they need in Lowell and to ask our legislators to support us. And this area is gonna be very important. I, I think Lowell is gonna be a crucial mm -hmm. area to winning this in the state house. Yeah. If we can convince one of these legislators to get on board with us, I think that's gonna be really important. Right. Let's tally how much 
we spend and deliver a, a reimbursement bill, they listen, the state's got to pay us back for this. I think that's a you great know, like, idea. This I is think the, that's a terrific idea. Yeah. So, and this, is, this is the forum where we can raise that publicly. And if know? I've been a teacher for 20 years, oh, yeah. that's a big amount of money. Yeah, yeah. And when does number. that survey close? Uh, it won't close until like two days before the 11th, the 9th of March. Okay. We'll leave it open for quite a while because we know vacation week is coming up and people may be working on their taxes or may have a chance to take a look at that big number. And uh, if you could, please fill out the survey. It's really quick. It's less than a minute. And that would help us immensely to get a handle on how much is spent by teachers in the Lowell area. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to also... Um, We'll have some follow-up events we can kind of announce then, but it looks like the second week of April, we're going to try to do a, week, a, a statewide like week of action. You know, we can be wearing stickers into our classrooms. We could um, go uh, to a local event, say that one of the legislators is yeah. at and go talk to them, you know, thinking about things like that. We've also got, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot. There, there is no priority like this priority. This is the right. closest thing I've seen to our no on question two campaign. Yeah, and I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, other than um, our field reps helping our local presidents with their negotiations and getting new contracts, this is what everybody at AFT Mass is working yeah. on in, in some aspect. And um, it has to be our priority. We're yeah. going to get the amount of teachers we need, the amount of specialists, not just a teacher, but everything that goes around. I mean, educators know what I'm talking about, um, to fill it out so that we have a full experience for our students. Yes. That's what we're working and on. And if you think about it, question two was an incredible victory, right. right? But it was a defensive fight. This is our chance to play offense. Right. That kept right. resources from right. leaving, right? This is a chance to actually get the things in our school. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks to both Beth Contos and Jeremy Shank for speaking with us on the Fund Our Future campaign. The critical importance of providing adequate school funding for our students needs to be done by the Massachusetts legislature this spring. Failure is not an option. Our students can no longer wait. As we mentioned in our introduction, we are posting some additional information about the legislative forum being planned for March 11, 2019, and some other ways for folks to be involved in ensuring the success of the Fund Our Future campaign. Be sure to check the links on our podcast website, www.utl495-straighttalk.com, for more information. If you are a UTL 495 member, we hope you will participate in our personal funds used to support my classroom survey on SurveyMonkey. The survey will now be open until March 9, 2019, so that data can be compiled for the Lowell Fund Our Future Legislative Forum scheduled for March 11th. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We welcome your general comments and feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcasts, or if you're aware of a UTL member who might be willing to share expertise and experience, please send us an email at utl-straighttalk at gmail.com. We'll be back with another podcast episode in another week. So until then, this is Amy Bisson with Mickey Dumont wishing you a great week. Mm -hmm.